Welcome back to Twins Tonight. Tonight. We're so excited you guys are here. 2021. Second episode of the year. And this is a really special episode because it's about someone special. Yeah. And we're just living in this life as much as we can. It's been a really crazy year so far. Um, you know, with the inauguration recently, we're still living in a pandemic. I'm actually getting my second Moderna vaccine tomorrow. Yeah. A little bit nervous because I've heard of the symptoms that accompany the second dose. But regardless, having symptoms in your body is a sign that a vaccine is working. So in a way, that's good news, Straight right? Great facts. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Well, yeah. So Maria is the one getting vaccinated, by the way. Um, Liz, you know, as well as many other Americans, hopefully we'll be getting the vaccine soon. And it's promising because our grandmas mm -hmm. hopefully are getting vaccinated. But 2021 has been a crazy year. I got a car yesterday, which is really great because you haven't had a car since I totaled it four years ago. Yes, we haven't had a car since that story that you may have heard in our twin lepathy. We didn't call it twin lepathy. We should have called it twin lepathy. That, that would have been, been good, really good. But guys, I'm sorry that we failed there. But twin language is still definitely good title. But yeah, it's crazy. So I'm happy for you, Liz. This is amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Buying a car is so stressful. Guys, so much paperwork. It's just a process for everyone. But I had my dad there. He was very helpful. And yeah, we were there until closing. We held everyone up because of financing issues, but we got it all figured out and I'm gonna pay off my car without a problem, hopefully. So super happy and fortunate that I found a car. May end up being your car. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. But when will I ever drive? I know I need to drive, guys. I'm really afraid of driving. But I'm going to eventually get back in there because I think it's somewhat necessary depending on where I end up. Right. And I feel like I'll need to. Especially, yeah, when you do go to medical school, however the campus is set up or where yeah. the hospital is. I know. I realize right. I might really need one. But hey, Liz, you keep that car for your baby. I just, whatever. I don't feel, I don't want you to feel right. obligated. No, we're not going to establish on this podcast how that's going to happen by more just thinking about it. Being like, this could be the twin car. It's a good car. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so. You'll have to update us what you name it. I kind of want to name it Keith. Oh, I like Keith. Keith Herring? After Keith Herring. Yeah. Liz loves Keith Herring, guys, if you don't know that. I like Keith Herring as well. Yeah. So, so I, not. Nothing against the Keiths in the world. I don't love the name Keith, but for a car, Keith just I sounds cute. It. Yeah. I don't know why, but when I think about names, I'm like, oh, would I name my kid this? And I'm not thinking that far in advance, but I would never name my kid Keith, I think. Respect. But I would name my car Keith. Yeah. That's but, not different. Adult, but not a dog, Keith. No, that's too, that's too human-like for yeah, a dog. Yeah, I agree. It's difficult. You have to think really Dog names intentionally. are so tough. Yeah. Because sometimes the human names for dogs are good names. Like mm -hmm. Luke, our neighbor's dog. I like that for... A, Luke is a cute name for a dog. But it's confusing because they have four little kids and it'll have them start with L. So sometimes I call one of the little boys in the house Luke, but I'm like, oh wait, that's your dog's name. It's oh, kind yeah. of awkward. Okay, that is funny. But I, I don't know. The name like Spike is overused. Ziggy. I love Ziggy for our cat, but like it, it's kind of overused. It's not, but relatively it's not that overused. Yeah, I guess I just was thinking about how if I get a dog, I'm going to be so stuck. What the heck do I name it? Yeah. I have to be inspired. I feel like city and state names are good names, like Savannah and Georgia. I like those names. I agree, but if you live in Savannah with a dog named Savannah, it's kind of weird. So maybe I, think it's I cute. feel like there has to be something cute attached to Savannah true, true, for true, you to true, name true, it Savannah. True, true. But I think Savannah is a really beautiful name. Awesome. Awesome. Liz, congrats on the car. So that's super exciting. We're right now recording this in the end of mid-ish of January, which yeah. is crazy, in a few short weeks. 
our grandma Baba Nela, she's turning a certain age. It's her birthday. What? What? We um, love celebrations. We love celebrations. We're excited to make a new cake. I'm pretty sure we're going to try to make a black velvet cake. Yes. Black velvet. Well, yeah. yeah. Basically, no food coloring. Red velvet without the food coloring. Food coloring. Just when you said black velvet. But that's a real cake. If you Google black velvet. Oh, you're right. It, it is. The red but velvet. just the way you said it, I think I just was thinking about the red velvet and you said black velvet and I was like, oh, black velvet cake. I'm just speaking the truth here. It is. Yeah, because why? Do you I'm need just, a lot of food coloring to get it I'm that I'm not really red? feeling it. No. No. But and we'll see. Her birthday is around Valentine's Day, less than a week apart. And I feel like we don't need a red cake. There's too much red in that month. Let's give her a black yeah, cake. Exactly. Chocolate cake. It's a brown cake. You're right. So it's not a black, guys. It's like dark brown No, it's really chocolate. It's just a chocolate it's cake. It's a chocolate cake. Boston. We're going to make a chocolate cake. And what's even more special about the chocolate cake is that we'll be seeing our wonderful sister and our new brother, Frank. And we're so excited to see them. And today's episode is all about Frank. Frank. Our awesome new brother Our established awesome October 3rd, 2020. Yes. Oh my goodness. You have definitely heard on this podcast, Franna um, tossed around Frank, Anna. They are two people that mean so much to us. And I guess some background, Anna and us are 10 years apart and we have gone closer or grown closer to Anna during different parts of our lives. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we've been the closest when she's been with Frank. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like she's like Anna started dating Frank when we were first years in college, mm-hmm. and we connected most with Anna as we were in college because we were older yeah, and we re- understood relatable. Things. Yeah, but we gained Frank at that time, and I feel like when Anna and Frank visits, it's like party in the USA vibes. So much fun, so much celebration. The food's always great, and just the energy is the really vibes good. Are immaculate, uh, immaculate vibes, and I always just feel. So excited, and I find myself counting down the days when they come. So I'm very excited for them to come, and I'm even more excited that this episode is going to be dedicated to our brother in law, but brother Frank. He's incredible, and we actually were able to do an interview with him during the holidays of 2020, and we will be adding that at the end of this episode. So after you hear us talk about Frank, you're going to hear more from Frank and what he thinks of our relationship. And it was a really great interview. We love you, Frankie. He's Mm -hmm. the best. Yeah, he's really awesome. And to just give you guys a little bit of background about Frank, he is Anna's now husband. They were engaged for a little while. Frank met Anna in July of 2016. And then we met Frank in November of 2016. So we've known him for over four years. Sorry, I had to do math for a second. I was like, how, <laughs> how long? We've known him for a l- over four years. And our relationship with him has grown immensely. We'll definitely touch on that in this episode a lot. But Frank is just awesome. He's really friendly, great conversationalist, super smart. He's almost like a financial god. I don't know what it is because that's his field, but he knows so much. And I have to say about Frank, he like knows what he knows. Like he doesn't BS. If he doesn't know anything, he's just gonna be like, cool like let's look it up let's get to know mm-hmm. it so when he's you, a very no bs guy he's not he's literally like not a bs guy so what he says you know he means like mm-hmm. everything he says you're like oh crap like 
Yeah. You're okay. He cares. Like he cares. And I think it's great because you know that when you talk and you have a good conversation with him and you learn, it's the best feeling. Yeah. And it just feels very enriching. He's a very enrichment, enriching man. Yeah. Such an <laughs> enriching man you are, Frank. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just feel like everything we connect on is really genuine and real. He's a very mm-hmm. real person. And some, some things about Frank is this dude doesn't have social media, which is hard to come by nowadays because social media has just taken over the world. And I remember when Anna met Frank or Anna told us about Frank because late summer, late July, just a few weeks after they met, Anna had visited or something. Or maybe it was August for Mm -hmm. dad's birthday and her birthday. Well, I remember it was about a month after they met and she was like super over the moon about her relationship with Frank. And I remember we were freshman and we're like oh my gosh let's find him on facebook let's find him on instagram yeah we were like let's talk him and he's he's not on it but to me that just plays in more into the fact that he's so real not that people with with social media aren't real because we are all real please believe me but i feel like everything you see is what you get mm-hmm. and he gives you a lot so you get a lot and yeah you, you get a lot of him i mm-hmm. don't need to see a different version i know he is the most genuine version yeah and I feel like when you're with him, unless he's really tired, <laughs> like he's going to give you so much of him. And I'm really excited that we are devoting this episode to him and we're going to be able to talk about just everything he's given to us and everything we've bonded over. Because mm-hmm. there's a bunch. There really is. And something else that's really, really interesting about Frank is just his perception of the world and his willingness to just converse on hours end on just what people believe and think. I can remember some deep, mm-hmm. deep conversations I had with him in August. It was just the me, me and him going to get firewood. Yeah. A lot of great conversations. It's so interesting because he has a really moldable worldview. He likes sharing his current worldview, but he loves, I think, even more amending his worldview after conversation. He loves to just learn and grow. And I think that's incredible that he has such a fluid mindset in general is that he's always open for change and enrichment like he's an enriching guy he enriches us that word is real yeah but he also wants to be enriched i think that's a really beautiful thing because truly he's not a screen time guy and i think the fact that he does on social media also plays into the fact that he's like just not obsessed with his phone at all so i think he's He's just reading most of the time too he's a very present person and yes when he reads he just grows i think just frank embodies a person I think we all need to become more like, someone that's very devoted to the moment and also learning from their own experiences, people's experiences, written experiences. Yeah. I mean, truly, I think Lizard word of enrichment, enrichment is a great it, word. It goes both ways. It, it really is because I yeah. think he is just always happy to grow and also have people grow with him. I think that's an incredible quality of Frank. And if you guys ever meet Frank, you'll always have probably a deep conversation about the meaning of life. And I also want to add that you will be able to hear from Frank in the interview later and you'll get a taste of that, how much he thinks and learns out loud, how he pieces things together with people. Mm -hmm. I don't know how best to say it, but he's a deep guy. Yeah, he's awesome. So you will get a taste of that, which is really, really exciting. You brought up how we met Frank over Thanksgiving in 2016. And I sometimes think back to that moment because I think we went down with Anna first and then he flew in. 
Mm-hmm. Anna was with us one night first, I believe. And yeah. I remember Anna took us to go pick him up. Mm-hmm. I think. Because I think this when we very, first met Frank, it was just the two of us without it, our family. Yes, it was the two of us. And we stopped by like a Walgreens or a pharmacy to get him cold medicine. Mm-hmm. I think in a Gatorade. And I just remember like him being like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like not like my best self. I'm like, oh, I have a little bit of a cold. But I think back to that. And that's the only time I remember him having a cold. Because everything else, like how amazing it was over the trip. How well he cooked. How we played, we played games. And we're going to talk about games. But Frank is someone we play a lot of games with. And it was from the very beginning. We mm. played games. And I forget what game it was. See, I, I remember very well. Yeah, he taught us how to play Catan. Which is actually crazy. Because Liz and I, grown up, really enjoying board games. And I think you really get to know a person and their level of competitiveness through through games. And I think I saw a side of Frank it, I had not seen before true. playing Catan. And I think that was a huge bonding point for us is that he introduces to Catan and then in the years to come he introduces so many more games so that was just an awesome thing because our first meet first meeting of him while he was sick and he was a little bit lower not his best self he did his best to show his real self and and he wowed us and I remember when he was leaving leaving like that last night we really didn't want to let go of him we were so happy to have met him and we already had a perception, not, not like we had a perception of Frank before we met him, but Anna told us things about him and she told us how she felt about him, kind of, like yeah. how much she liked him. So we already knew that he was going to be someone important. We kind of had an expectation he had to be awesome. Yeah. And he did not feel the expectation. He exceeded it. I mean, I didn't really come in with that much expectation. Maybe I did. It was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But it was just wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then every following trip with him, amazing. I will rave about Frank every day if I could. Yes. I, I think I do every day. He's such an incredible, incredible brother. And that was an awesome meeting. And just like Liz mentioned, as the years gone on, our bond really grew. And there's just been so many things that we really relate with Frank and just enjoy so much from our relationship. And just to really quickly go back on the, the games aspect, I just have so many fond memories of going to board game stores with Frank and him being so excited. And there's a period of time where every time we would see each other, he would buy a new game. He just introduced so many new games into our lives. And it's just been so much fun because it's such a nice way to spend time with someone and also include the whole family and everything so i definitely loved so much how he loved games because that was not something that our I family know. really did as a together you know and, and now since like new year's or a few year, weeks ago we got both grandmas and mom into dixick yeah and like or but but one of the grandmas already liked dixick and dad already likes dixick and, and basically now we have a whole family game because the entire family including the grandmas the parents the kids, whatever. We all play Dixic. Yeah. So and that's going to be fun. Dis- Dixic is an awesome game. I'm not going to really go too much into it. It's spelled D-I-X-I-T. But it's really great because it involves communication. But you can kind of do whatever language. There's not really any written English. It's, only, no it's almost barrier. like not Pictionary, but involves a lot of interpretation of pictures. So it's awesome because we can play a Russian round in English. Oh, yeah. That is so true. And I have to agree with you, Maria. When you do play a game with someone, you see their competitive side. And Frank is competitive. 
and it's incredibly competitive. It's hard for me to say because I think he's very competitive, but he mostly just likes to play a game fair and well. He mm-hmm. likes to give games justice. Mm-hmm. Like that unicorn game very we true. played, I remember I was like kind of half there because I was trying to help with something regarding dinner. And Frank could tell because Frank's like, you weren't giving in your all. And I think that was that was bad. Frank, you like it when we give our all to games. And yeah. I think he's competitive but also he likes to play the game yes and he likes to win when he knows everyone play fair and square especially there's just one game called code names a typical partnership is maria and i against frana frank and anna and it's really a toss-up who wins because frank and anna like they do well they have, they have a good language going on but we know the twin language the twin language yeah we can't really you know make up words and let that count but that is perhaps the most fun game that we can play between the four of us mm-hmm. because of how dynamic it is. We learn so much about Anna and Frank when we play that game because, I mean, their clues are genius. Mm-hmm. Like, together, they they know they can they know how to communicate. Mm-hmm. It's definitely really fun, too, because Liz and I have such a um, special form of communication, so it's definitely cool to play around with, with them and seeing their communication come to play. It's definitely so much fun and you know, winning against Frana also is right. It, it, when we when when we win against Frank, it's a great feeling. It, it really <laughs> is. Love you. Frank. It doesn't always happen. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, we really bond over games, and I do love that Frank does try to spice up every visit with a game. I remember we came to one of our vacation spots all together. We were meeting as a huge family for dad's birthday or something he just left a bunch of games on the tables and he got us like three expansion packs of exploding kittens yeah like he, all he, of the expansion packs. we have so many versions some unopened still yeah oh my gosh yeah we we, we played imploding yeah i want to play barking oh yeah there's a dog play, version. there's a dog version yeah. Woo! anyway yeah so great points but i also do want to say that we bond over serious life stuff too we have a lot of life conversations and he's someone where you just get lost in the conversation with Mm -hmm. and you're just like floating in the ocean and you just Mm -hmm. can talk to him yeah for hours and yeah with knowledge yeah i feel like he's the ideal person if you're just like floating somewhere or you're just relaxing but then you also want to engage in like an intellectual productive conversation almost thought experiment he's the perfect guy i remember like a distinct time we rented out a lake house and me and him were floating in floaties for a while and we just talked so much about our world views and and oh my gosh wait i feel like i remember telling about that conversation it was a very dad pop in later yeah that one yeah you were there forever yeah but it felt good that's the thing i think it's really incredible the value of a deep conversation because you really do get to know someone and like i said frank really likes expanding and enriching his own worldview and i like that too so that's something i really love is just to kind of question life and frank definitely does that he encourages you to question what you find comfortable and he definitely likes when there's a level of logic or understanding like how liz was mentioning he likes to play games fair i think he just likes when everything in life is take and not taken advantage of because that's not the best or taken seriously like, but it's, like he's intentional with life exactly so i think he always wants if i believe something he'll be like okay but why like he challenges me because he wants me to be the most honest to myself and best version so i definitely love the deep chat so it has to be like one of my favorite things about him same and i was thinking about how we once swam with him through the lake we like left the view of the lake house which really freaked out one of the babas 
one of our grandmas. Um, but I remember we swam with him for a mm -hmm. long time. We really tried to go as far as possible. We really. What was the landmark? We needed to swim to X. Uh, did we give up? Or was it like we were swimming think, to a made-up place? I think we wanted to swim to either side of the lake. Okay, but that didn't happen. No, I think far. it was very hard. We swam a lot. We were like, holy moly, we cannot float this long. But I remember we had a lot of deep talks, but it was about like finances. And Frank is a very well-established man in his career, and he knows a lot. So we really come to him when it, when it comes to life advice and financial advice and having someone that's in your corner that wants to see you succeed but helps you logically succeed mm -hmm. it's unique like yeah. you can't ask that of everyone no you can't and it's not it's hard like for example maria you're my wonderful cheerleader but there's certain things like if i was asking you about maybe something financially related or future investment related or anything that's like maybe a big person topic that we just haven't thing. we haven't got there yet yeah and maybe a lot of our friends haven't got there yet and maybe our parents are just, they have a different view because they grew up in a different time period. <laughs> Not like they're prehistoric, but you know, Russia and like a lot, they're they a lot older than us. And it was very yeah, different. very different. But Frank is 10 years older, has experienced more life than us, but like has what we're going through, he can still relate to because he was there. Mm -hmm. So he just gives really sound advice. Not even just financial advice, but just like, life advice and i already have some questions prepared when i see frank in a few weeks yeah. about just life and, yeah and like career stuff he's just he's very helpful and resourceful mm -hmm. yeah there's so much i could say about mm -hmm. that but i just love how we have him as someone almost as like a like, confidant like mm -hmm. we could talk about emotional things yeah. like life things finance things mm -hmm. like aspirations right but he can still mentor us through a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, that's a huge thing. He is a mentor. Yes. To, to us. I mean, he's our brother. Yes. That's, and I think when it when you want, when you envision a perfect brother, as you may envision like a perfect companion, like romantic partner, you think of them as also your best friend. And I think with a sibling, you also hope that they're your best friend, but also like a guide. Exactly. It's like Anna's was our role model growing up and she's still our role model but it's nice to have someone else now that is also a role model and also functions as like a mentor yeah exactly and he's our bestie and he's so loving and his love is just so powerful and it really shows through we love just seeing the respect he has for both our grandmothers and just the love he gives them like it's so evident they adore him and it's not just because of words it's because of actions yeah and and he really does put a lot of intention in showing his appreciation for others he's really been more than just a really incredible brother to us and husband to anna but also an awesome son to our parents and, and grandson, grandson to our um grandmas and i, I what i want to say about that is you guys know we're russian one grandma can speak some English. One grandma can't speak English. Frank does not know Russian. He knows some Russian phrases like paka, dobro utra, chuchuch, vkusna, vkusna. You know, he actually knows good words, but these are words that we use in our family. You know, after you eat, he knows what to say. Mm -hmm. He knows exactly what to say. One of my favorite things about Frank is how much he cares about our grandmas. He cares about our whole family, but he mm -hmm. has this special care for the babas that is admirable, especially like even with Anna and Frank's wedding and every vacation, every vacation spot 
they're always considered. It's crazy. Yeah. He, again, this man is intentional, and we love that. And Frank has just been a part of our family ever since we met him in 2016, and it just gets better and better. He adds to every time, like to every celebration, and his energy with Anna's. Like, gosh, they they both make each other. Mm-hmm. They make each other great, and they when they visit, they're just the best people our family can imagine. Mm-hmm. It really makes our family whole. So we're so thankful because I think of a time before Frank, and it was cool. It was awesome. But truly, Frank was just meant to be in our family. He has a significant place in everyone's heart within the family. So I'm so thankful of having our brother Frank. And there's really no words to describe how incredible he is. And hopefully you guys will get to know him soon. And I I do want to say that this expression has been tossed around, especially with, I think, you and dad, is there was a time before Frank BF and after Frank AF. We're living in the AF, and it's so, it's good AF. It's really, really good AF. Yeah. And we are so excited for you to get more of that good AF with Frank as we roll into the interview. Okay, everyone, we're now here with Frank. Hey, your Frank. Your first and maybe only brother. Oh, oh my gosh. That, that is, that's a bold statement you have there. At the very least, you could be the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll give you that. He's definitely the best brother-in-law. Um, but no, we, we, we agreed not to say the in-law. He's just our brother. Oh, brother. Okay, that's a good point. Because for some reason, I thought you said in-law. And I was like, I thought we disagreed. You're just a brother. Because Frank really is just our brother. We call him our brother. Everyone in our family calls him his brother. Slash son, depending his on son. who the Wait, you're right. And dad now calls Anna the wife of his bro- of his son. The wife of his son. Which so is quite interesting. It's really cute. Um, but we have Frank here. On this episode, I'm really, really excited to have him. How are you feeling, Frank? I'm very excited. Ooh. Very excited. Yes. I wish I was as excited as you guys, but I'm trying. I'm trying. Yes. I mean, like, if you could feel the energy in here, like, it is exuberant. Um, I think what's really unique about um, us and Frank is that we radiate a really good vibe. I mean, hopefully, if you guys want to get to know Frank, you can get to know Frank. We got to meet him in person and see his dancing moves. Yeah. That's how you truly meet Frank. And we're going to try our best so that you guys can really get a sense on who Frank is through this podcast. Um, Do you want to tell the viewers anything before we get moving with some questions for you? You know, I guess I'm just excited to be here sharing something that my sisters kind of came up out of nowhere and surprised us with. But it was a nice surprise for our drive down from New York. Yeah. We were able to listen to the podcast and I'm looking forward to actually being on one. Yeah, this is exciting. And also, I got to say that you and Anna are a popular duo in a lot of conversations I have with my friends. Like so many of my friends want to meet you. And they're always like, oh my gosh, Franna. I call you guys Franna all the time. So it's easy, you know, texting five words, five letters is nice. But um, I think you are really super excited that you're here. Six letters. Oh gosh. It feels like an organism. I like that. Yeah, an organism. You guys are one. But I mean, if you want to be one, because Again, the whole twins thing. Individuality. We will be okay with the one sometimes, but we like the two. Yeah. So, yeah. So they, they say you should find your perfect hole, not your perfect half. Ooh, Ooh. I like it. You guys heard it here. 
first, maybe not first, depending on if you read it somewhere else, but Frank Farrow knows everything. He's awesome. But I'm just excited because I speak highly of you oftentimes because you are incredible. I'm very thankful you're my brother. Um, so I bet some people are excited that Frank's on here. Of course, because he's that awesome. He's really um, awesome. But I'm going to go ahead into a question that we have for you, Frank, if you're ready for it. And so, Frank, you are very special to us and distinct as a family member of ours. Mm -hmm. And I say that because you were the first individual that really met Liz and I as we were really distinguishing ourselves. We met Frank freshman year of college, mm -hmm. which many of our viewers know is one of the times we really got the chance to branch out. So you really got to know us potentially as our most separate selves as we were developing. So my question to you specifically is when you first met us, did you see us as one cohesive unit and pair, or did you see us as two separate individuals? And how has that perception perhaps changed over time? Lofty question. Yeah, it's a lofty one. Two of the most unique, impactful, strong-minded individuals that I ever met who were aware of the fact that people had so seen them previously as one cohesive unit. But the only time I really made that mistake was when your family quizzed me on your baby pictures. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but beyond that, you guys had already kind of blossomed into your own individual people. I will say it's intimidating to be around each of you at the same time because you're always going to be stronger than a single person because I feel like you both have your own strengths and you just, as you said earlier, vibrate higher. Yeah. It's, it's almost like when you get that note that can shake a building, right? Mm -hmm. Just a low hum, but it's, it's a powerful force. Oh, I like that imagery. Yeah. It's good. And I, mean, I think oftentimes like our energies just, I mean, when Maria says something, I echo it. So it does sound a lot more like intense. It's oscillating. Like, yeah. Oscillating. It's a good word. It's a good word. I like that perspective, Frank. I was excited to to meet you guys. Just as you hyped me up to to your viewers and to your listeners, you know, Anna spoke so highly of you guys Aww. that it was that it was again intimidating to kind of come into not only a family unit but a family of such high achievers. You know, I mean, you guys were young at the time, but I had already saw you in your future selves. Right, and I think that's. What I admire a lot of you, uh, I, what I admire so much about you, Frank, is that you will even reach out to us for different reasons because you, not even like you utilize us differently, but as in you connect with us individually and you, mm -hmm. you, I guess you see us as bigger than ourselves. Like you see us down the road. Like you're always, I don't, I don't even know how. I, I, really I saw you make it. your face when you said the word utilize, and I probably would have made the same face with the word utilize, but I think it's okay yeah. to utilize yeah. people you love in different mm -hmm. ways. I don't think there's a word. negative, yeah. I think there is a negative connotation to the word Def utilize, definitely. but I think it's important to utilize those around you uh, to the best of your knowledge and the best of your ability and the best of their ability, because it's important to realize strengths and weaknesses in others, mm -hmm. you know, to, ask for help from someone who's strong in one category and maybe provide help to them when you know they're they're weaker in others. You do that a lot, Frank, for us. Like, 
But, and I wanted to also comment on how you said Anna maybe hyped us up a bit. And Anna didn't even have to hype you up. I just remember when Anna told us about meeting you and just like the sound of her voice, like the jump, the comfort she felt, like how like even her eyes glowed. She never, I don't, I don't think she ever was like, oh, Frank's awesome. Well, she I, probably did, but things like I awesome, mean, amazing. So it was better to, to experience something than it is yeah. to be told something, right? Exactly. But even when she was telling us about you, it felt like you were her new home and it was only a few months. So then when we met you, um, when we did during our first year of college, it was just very natural. And I have to say that I just, I hope to find that with your future husband and my, I, I feel like you are a, such a great brother and the way you value each of us as, as a separate person, especially in the context of family, because like, this is all about family. You are the family member that I think knows me the best. I, I think I'm at an advantage over everyone else in your family because I think it's hard to, especially as family members, to disassociate your childhood self mm -hmm. from your adult self. We're all guilty of it, right? You, yeah. You, you see a family member in their whole light because we are beings who begin at, you know, with our mothers and move through life and gain experiences. And whereas I met you at, a time where you were intelligent and loving and caring and thoughtful and cognizant of the fact that you wanted to be unique, right? Mm -hmm. they, yeah. You can't make that decision at one when you have a twin sister. Yeah. You, you are connected to them. It's hard mm -hmm. to be different other than your, you know, your smile or your giggle or whatever it is. As you get older, you have different differentiators and you can, express those differences in different ways um so i was i won't discredit their their tendencies, tendencies because mm -hmm. yeah at the end of the day you know we are all human but yeah i was lucky enough that you guys were very unique at the time i got to mm -hmm. meet you so there was no mistaking the two of you i didn't see it that way honestly i mean i see that maybe we do have some family members that can't tell us apart. I mean, we know of one and we, uh, when we used to look so alike, it was hard to tell us apart. But even when we met you, we didn't look very different, but we look more, how do I, I guess like what I, I guess I'm just trying it's to- It's not looks to me. And yeah. this is maybe something that I take pride in. I think I one of the reasons I question our, our podcasts as, uh, effective of a tool as maybe other forms of communication is being around someone and feeling someone's energy and, and experiencing that person. You know, it's not the looks to me. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. never been the looks to me. It's mm -hmm. always about who that person is deep down in the inside. Although I do think our looks are expressions of the inside, right? The outside is the inside. Mm -hmm. It's just another form of it. Yeah, wait, that's interesting. I'm curious though, because Elizabeth and I have over the last four years differentiated ourselves more physically. Like Elizabeth went blonde ish ish. And you um, got bangs. Yeah. I mean things change, but I'm curious. When you first met us and we did look pretty similar. And you said you differentiate based on energies, things that are more like implicit but also less superficial. I'm curious how you sense that at first. Or 
do you think looks guide you less now or even when you first remember meeting us did you kind of sense that differentiate differentiating i i think i've always been a people pleaser I got that from my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, a wooer. I'm, I'm a wooer, too. We're a wooer. A wooer. Okay. A wooer. New term. I've heard that's a personality type. New like, term. the top five strengths. Woo is, like, my Woo. Yeah. I, yeah, you're just always... I mean, people-pleasing and wooing could be two different things, but we'll just Maybe. go people-pleaser, wooing to each their own. Similar. And, and I, you, I think, immediately in conversation were expressive of the fact that you had been mistaken for the, each other previously mm-hmm. so i think i may have almost in a way had a cheat sheet and said looks i can't ever mess this up because mm-hmm. you've got blonde hair you've got bangs maybe you know in the back of my mind i did use that as a cheat sheet so i never messed it up because yeah. i wanted to never make that mistake but i don't think i needed that but it's a crutch right um, because yeah. Consciously, I knew that if I did that, I couldn't make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Right. In, in all honesty. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you being highly of us that you don't want to make us upset. Because nice. I, I, ne- mm-hmm. I never thought you even had a cheat sheet. I'm like, just Frank's good. Everyone learned from Frank. I mean, I don't really think he, everyone I think has an implicit cheat sheet. Right. Which means, but you care. Like some people don't have like as much intention behind really trying. You do. I think that's something in life that is learned. Through experience, mm-hmm. intention is important. It's something you have to keep working at because especially in today's day and age, um, it's extremely easy to offend someone. And I'm not saying that in a negative way that someone shouldn't take offense at things, but you are more cognizant of the fact that people are offended by certain things um, that you may not be. And I think yeah. years ago, people, and this is changing, people's opinions um, about what offends someone, there was a there was this idea that if it didn't offend you, then it Can't didn't matter. matter if it offended mm-hmm. someone else because you, in your mind, had already said this isn't something that's offensive. Mm-hmm. So people used to look at things like that and say, well, that's your fault that it offends you. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to help you not be offended by that? And I think that has as a society we've moved forward and, and moved past that and mm-hmm. stopped allowing that be an excuse for offending others because mm-hmm. if something hurts somebody else and you're and i think we all are smart enough to know it's hurting someone else we need to mm-hmm. consciously make a decision in an effort to stop doing that not to say we're not going to offend someone and learn something new and that's that's just part of it though mm-hmm. that's part of it yeah i think yeah that's a good point because some people are, had more rigid mindsets and I think we might still have those rigid mindsets for our own self, but I think, yes, having that intention and awareness that not everyone does. Yeah. It's like there's a term for it. I really I just think intention is is learned through, through experience. I don't think when I was seven years old, uh, during when I was coming with a New Year's resolution, I was like, I want to be more intentional. That's not something you realize as a need but for yourself. But even in like high school. Like but, a, yeah, exactly. But I think it's something you learn from experience. And I think just – Maybe Frank, you meeting us at the time that you did, like you being well developed and you really know yourself and you know like values that are important to you and you are an intentional person. It's just paid off for you yeah. getting to know us separately as individuals. And I appreciate it. Yeah. And your sister Anna, my wife Anna. Anna. She and I have both realized that meeting at the time that we did, at the point in our lives, was the right time. 
because we had both grown into those perfect circles, yeah. right? We, if we had met earlier on in life, maybe we wouldn't have appreciated the person that we were meeting. Yeah. Um, gosh. I think that was an important part of our relationship. We had both kind of gone through some things where we recognized and appreciated the person that we were with. Mm-hmm. Right. And sometimes when you get that at an early age, the same way that a child is maybe a little spoiled, um, doesn't appreciate that gift the, the way that they really should. It's part of the journey. We are, our experiences, it's kind of crazy in our learned, in our brain. The right. brain's a beautiful thing. And I like that you said journey because now that we've met, like we're on, you're on my journey. Maria's always been on my journey, vice versa. Now we're on your journey. And I think that just timing is it could be really everything. And I'm just glad it, it just worked out and that we gained a brother like you. And that, you know, that brings up the idea that did we manifest each other? And was it Anne and I who manifested each other? Or was it you guys who manifested me? Or, you know, you get into, yeah. you get into some crazy quantum entanglement thoughts. There. I mean, no. if you want to talk quantum physics, I mean, I, that Frank, you're the perfect person to talk about. I mean, with. truly. But I just wonder, because we always did, um, we met Anna's exes and i don't know i barely remember them maybe that's that means they didn't mean that much to me Mm -hmm. and i think i was seeking a big brother yeah no you really are like a great brother in every sense you fill in a lot of holes that me and liz have in terms of like mentorship like you've been such a great mentor to us and it is funny because you know we've made this joke with you like how are we gonna find significant others that compare to the relationship one that you have with anna but also the relationship that you have with us. Like how, like, I think, yeah, you are Anna's perfect match. You are the Krakowski's perfect match. You are our perfect match's brother. And I, I stand by that. Like I, I cannot imagine a better Frank Farrow. You're I, the best. I think I appreciate, first, I do appreciate that very much. <laughs> but I also think that that's the beauty of life is that one day you don't have someone and the next day you do. Mm-hmm. Right. And you could never imagine life without them afterwards. Mm-hmm. And that's probably what a lot of people out there are thinking about their best friends, mm-hmm. you know, their loved ones. So that's, that's the journey. That's why you prepare yourself every day and you wake up and you try to be your best self. So yeah. when you meet that person, right. you know, you can appreciate them to the fullest and they can appreciate you to the fullest. Right. Who knows like the impact that person will have and if they'll be added to your family. Bam. You're part of the family. It's kind of crazy. It it's always nice to gain a new family member, right? It is. One that you choose and that you love. And we didn't even choose. No, but as in like, we love you, but we choose to love you. Like, and I, and we, we and we so seemingly do love you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. Like, it's actually funny because before we all talked together, me and Liz were talking about how like the, the first weekend we met you and when you left, we were like so upset. It's rare when you meet someone and they're gone, you are significantly impacted by it. But immediately when we first met you, we kind of knew you were super, someone super special. And I could sense from talking to Anna about you when she first was telling us about you, there was something special. So I think that- You gotta see it to Listen, believe it, you, people. Yeah, he, Frank is amazing. We love you. I love you guys too. I really appreciate you guys having me on today. Oh yeah, of course, Frank. This was really fun. I hope everyone really enjoyed that. Frank on the podcast because I mean it's a treat. We having you as a brother has been the highlight of 2020 and for the past four years and the next dot 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 etc. Just forever. Yeah. So thank you, Frank. We are so happy to have you as a guest on Twins, Twins Tonight. Night, everyone.